Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. ¿Qué tal estás? Espero que estés muy bien. You might have heard me saying that espero que estés muy bien. That's not the normal estás bien. It's a different type of verb. And it's actually the type of verb that we're going to be looking at in this lesson. It's lesson 78 and we're focusing on the present subjunctive. It had to happen sooner or later. But it's not as bad as you think. We'll hopefully convince you of this in the course of this lesson. So as we join Maria Jose and Andrew this week, they are having dinner in a restaurant or in a tapas bar and they're talking about the tapas that they're eating and also about what's coming up this week in their lives. Now things do seem to have moved on a little in their relationship as you'll probably pick up from the conversation. Have a listen and the one thing I'd like you to listen out for this time, in addition obviously to trying to understand as much as possible, is how you say... That's life in Spanish. So, Cara, I'll be asking you about that at the end of this conversation. Okay. Ay, qué ricas están esas gambas. Sí, ¿cómo se llaman? Son gambas al ajillo. ¿Y esto qué es? Esto es tortilla. Ah, claro que sí. ¿Ya has probado los boquerones? No me gustan mucho. Prefiero los calamares. Bueno, ¿qué vas a hacer esta semana? Michael llega el martes, ¿verdad? Sí, su curso empieza el jueves, pero tiene que matricularse el miércoles, así que le voy a acompañar al ayuntamiento. ¿Y además de eso? Pues, además de eso, no voy a hacer mucho, porque tú no vas a estar aquí. No digas tonterías. Necesito ir a Madrid para la conferencia. No tengo más remedio que ir. Pero vuelvo el sábado y tú podrás ver mucho a Michael, ¿no? Sí, pero prefiero verte a ti. Así es la vida. Sabes, estas albóndigas no son tan buenas como las que comí la semana pasada con mi hermana en el bar Colón. ¿De verdad? Entonces tenemos que ir allí. Sí, cuando vuelva de Madrid iremos tú y yo juntos. Iremos antes de que te vuelvas a Inglaterra, ¿vale? Sí, vale. La verdad es que no tengo muchas ganas de volver a Inglaterra. No te preocupes. Ya hablaremos de eso. 
So, Cara, did you spot the phrase for that's life? I did so. Is it así es la vida? Así es la vida. Exactly. Así meaning like this is the life. Así es la vida. That's life. Note, however, is different from saying ah, this is the life. As you're sitting back with your cocktail or just your cup of coffee in a beautiful Spanish-speaking part of the world, you can say, ah, eso sí que es la vida. Eso sí que es la vida. And if you have trouble remembering that phrase, just think of socks, having a lovely pair of socks that you really like. What? <laughs> socks. Eso sí que es la vida. <laughs> eso sí que es, like socks. Eso sí que es la vida. It literally means that, yes, that it is life. Okay, it is the life. Eso sí que es la vida. So we're just spelling out the word socks. Absolutely. And notice that you're spelling it in English because the word for socks in Spanish is... Calcetines? Yeah, calcetines, calcetines. Calcetines. So just think, eso sí que es la vida. Eso sí que es la vida. Yeah, you've got to try and do it without spelling out the word socks, okay? Eso sí que es la vida. Eso sí que es la vida. Yeah. Eso sí que es verdad. This really is true. Eso sí que es verdad. Eso sí que es verdad. Okay, so this really is true. It's a really nice way of saying this really is, and then whatever. Brilliant. Could you yeah. say that? Eso sí que es fenomenal. Eso sí que es fenomenal. Okay. I like this phrase. You get the idea. Eso sí que es la vida. Eso sí que es la vida. And how do you say, that's life? Así es la vida. Yeah, exactly. Like this, así es la vida, is the life. Así es la vida. Así es la vida. Compared to, eso sí que es la vida. Eso sí que es la vida. Another way, just while we're talking about these kind of phrases, another way of saying this would be using the verb chuparse. Chuparse means uh, to, to suck. So, for example... Uh, chuparse el dedo is to suck your thumb and if we said que vida nos chupamos it means what a life we're we're having here because we're sucking out every bit of good from life que vida nos chupamos que, que vida si, que vida nos chupamos que vida nos chupamos and one final one and we're getting a little bit biblical here because jauja jauja Jauja. Yeah, it's quite a difficult <laughs> word to say. Jauja is the word for the promised land. Jauja. Jauja. So you could say, esto es jauja. Esto es jauja. This is the promised land. This is heaven? Yeah, this is heaven, exactly. So we've got lots of, we, we, we've got, uh, que vida nos chupamos. Que vida nos chupamos. Esto es jauja. Esto es jauja. And... This is the life, how do you say that? Eso sí que es la vida. That's it, and just to double check, you know the other one, how do you say it? such is life? Así es la vida. Exactly. So, we've covered quite a lot here, and we've not even gone through the conversation. The conversation begins, and obviously they're having tapas, they talk about a few different types of tapas, gambas, which are prawns, gambas al ajillo. Garlic prawns? Yep, garlic prawns. So, gambas al ajillo. Gambas al ajillo. Yeah, then we talk about tortilla. Tortilla is tortilla. It's tortilla. Um, yeah, it's, it's a Spanish omelette with potatoes and onions and eggs, obviously. And los boquerones. 
Los boquerones. That's right. Boquerones are uh, anchovies. The other thing that was mentioned was albondigas. Albondigas. Albondigas, that's right. Um, they're meatballs. All this talk of food is reminding me of episode 20, I think, which we brought you live from a Spanish restaurant. But let's get on with talking about the conversation, because after the discussion of the tapas, um, Marie Jose and Andrew are talking about the arrival of Andrew's friend Michael. So he's coming to study Spanish, and basically Marie Jose is going off to a conference, and Michael will be spending time with Andrew over the course of the week. However, Let's move forward to a part in the conversation where Maria José is talking about when she comes back from Madrid. She says, Cuando vuelva de Madrid, iremos tú y yo juntos. So they're going to go together to this barcolón where they make really nice albóndigas. But she said, Cuando vuelva de Madrid. Cara, how do you normally say, I come back or I return? Vuelvo. Vuelvo. The ending being O. Oh. But she said, Cuando vuelva. Cuando vuelva. Vuelva, exactly. Cuando vuelva, when I return. Now that vuelva there is the present subjunctive. And it's used because it's combined with the word cuando. When I come back from Madrid. Now, before we go into this in great detail, I need to explain that the subjunctive is often used in situations where there's a little doubt involved. Okay, so in this situation, we could suggest that cuando vuelva de Madrid, when I come back from Madrid, but I actually might not come back, so I better use the verb that I need to use to suggest a little doubt exists, which is the present subjunctive. So cuando vuelva de Madrid. Cuando vuelva de Madrid. And then it goes on, iremos tú y yo juntos. So we will go together. But this vuelva part is the present subjunctive and it's used when you're when you're linking it with cuando so when referring to a future time the verb has to be in the present subjunctive before we try to use this in some other examples let's learn a little about how you form the present subjunctive for this we need to go to the yo form of the normal present tense so for example let's take the word hablar which means to speak. To speak. So how do you say I speak? Hablo. Hablo. So we're going to use this form to form the subjunctive. And you might be thinking, well, hablo is regular and it's just got an O ending. And yes, it has. But the yo form will become more obvious when we look at verbs like tener or conocer and so on. So if we go back to hablo and then we're going to take off that O on the end of the word, and add these endings. E, es, e, hemos, eis, en. So we get hable, hables, hable, hablemos, habléis, hablen. Hable, hables, hable, hablemos, habléis, hablen. Now, taking out of the equation the yo form, do those endings sound familiar? Yeah, apart from the yo form, they are the endings in the present tense for ER verbs. Exactly, and that's a pattern that we'll be noticing again and again when we're looking at the subjunctive. So let's take pensar. Pensar means? To think. Yeah, and what do we know about pensar? It's a particular type of verb. 
It's a radical style changing verb. Um, exactly. So it becomes in the subjunctive. Piense. Uh huh. The two form. Pienses. The el elia form. Piense. And keep going. Piensemos. Pienseis. Piensen. Oh, yeah. sorry. Pensemos. Pienseis. Piensen. <laughs> well done. That's exactly right, because with the radical changing verbs, the, the, the change doesn't happen in the nosotros and vosotros form. So pensar becomes piense, pienses, piense, pensemos, penseis, piensen. Piense, pienses, piense, pensemos, penseis, piensen. Exactly. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. When you're not listening to Coffee Break Spanish, you can still practice your Spanish with our regular posts on social media. Find us on Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We're Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can keep up with the team through our regular posts on Instagram. Follow Coffee Break Languages. It's our mission to help you turn your downtime into your do time. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Right, let's now look at an example verb which ends normally in ER and an infinitive which ends in ER. Let's take vender. Okay? Vender. Now, vender in the subjunctive, listen to what happens. Venda, vendas, venda. Vendamos, vendáis, vendan. So can you give me a, a little summary of what's happening there? Yep, apart from the yo form, uh, it's the same as the last one. It's now the AR endings that you're using with ER verbs. Exactly right. So it's this idea of swapping endings. 
Don't ask me why they do that. They just do. It's the, the, the formation of the subjunctive happens like that, with the exception of the yo form. AR verbs take the endings of ER, and ER and IR verbs take the endings of AR verbs. Let's try another couple of verbs just to make sure that we are understanding this. Let's take vivir. Vivir means... To live. So how would you conjugate vivir in the present subjunctive? Viva, vivas, viva, vivamos, vivais, viven. Yeah, just watch the stress there. It's vivamos, vivais, viven. Vivamos, vivais, viven. Yeah. And see the, the he, she or it form of that verb. What was it again? Viva. Viva. And you may have heard a song, Y Viva España. Viva. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to sing. Oh, go on, take go that on. out. Take that out. <laughs> no, I'm not going to take it out. <laughs> We've done 78 episodes and I don't think you've sung one, so I'll keep it in. So, Viva means long live. Okay, it's this kind of exhortation. May Spain live long or Viva el Rey. Long live the king. Viva. Viva. Okay. So, so far, we've looked at the formation of the present tense of regular verbs in the present subjunctive, because there are other subjunctives, I'm afraid. But nonetheless, the present subjunctive, where we've got regular verbs, the endings kind of swap round. And apart from that yo form, which in each case is for ER verbs, hable, and for ER and IR verbs, viva, the other endings follow that same pattern using the opposite conjugation, if that makes sense. Now, there are some verbs which you may think are a little irregular, but in actual fact, they're not particularly irregular at all. Let's take, for example, decir. Decir means? To say. And how do you say, I say? Digo. So, you'll remember now that we said we go back to that yo form to form the present subjunctive. So, if we take I say as digo, and because it's an IR verb, we're going to use the A endings. So, I say in the subjunctive is... Diga. Diga. Okay. So, diga, digas, diga, digamos, digáis, digan. Diga, digas, diga, digamos, digáis, digan. Now, diga, does that make you think of anything? When do you use the word diga? On the phone? Yeah, you say it. Diga when you answer the phone. Literally, it's the it's the present subjunctive, but it's also the command form. The polite command form, or the polite imperative, simply uses the present subjunctive. So, for example, if we take siga todo recto. Go straight on. Yeah, and siga comes from the verb seguir. And if you go to the yo form of seguir, it's sigo. So that's how you get siga, sigas, siga, sigamos, sigai, sigan. Brilliant. Isn't it very, very straightforward when you think about it? It really is. So you go to the yo form, regardless of what the yo form is. Take conocer, to know, when you know a person. And what do you get to say, I know? Conozco. Conozco. So how do you think the present subjunctive of conocer would work? Conozca. That's right. Conozca, conozcas, conozca, conozcamos, conozcáis, conozcan. Conozca, conozcas, conozca, conozcamos, conozcáis, conozcan. 
Conozcan, exactly. So it is really straightforward. There are a few verbs which are actually completely irregular, like ir, no surprise there, um, like saber as well. But we'll come to these in good time. Don't worry about them just now. Let's get back to cuando vuelva de Madrid, when I get back from Madrid, we will go, you and I, okay? So cuando vuelva. Cuando vuelva. Vuelva comes from volver. You go to vuelvo, the yo form, and then swap the o for an e in this case because it's an er verb. Vuelva, vuelvas, vuelva. And after vuelva, we need to think a little carefully about what the nosotros form of of volver is. Because if you remember back to pensar, we had piense, pienses, piense, and then the, the nosotros form was pensemos, penséis, piensen. So, Cara, can you tell me what happens even in the subjunctive with radical changing verbs? They go back to not being radical changing exactly. in the, the we and you plural form. Exactly. The nosotros form and the vosotros form are not radical changing. So, if we come now back to volver, we've got vuelva, vuelvas, vuelva. What do you think the we form would be in the present subjunctive? Volvamos. Volvamos, muy bien. Volvamos, then the vosotros. Volváis. Volváis, and then with the ellos, ellas form. Vuelvan. Vuelvan, back to the radical change. Vuelva, vuelvas, vuelva. Volvamos, volváis, vuelvan. Vuelva, vuelvas, vuelva, volvamos, volváis, vuelvan. Okay, so we've got cuando plus a subjunctive. How would you say when I live in Spain? Looking to the future, okay? Cuando viva en España. Muy bien. When I eat gazpacho. Cuando... Coma gazpacho. Cuando coma gazpacho. Muy bien. It feels really unnatural. Exactly. Yeah, it does. But it's these particular phrases, for example, with cuando and referring to the future, and some of the other phrases that we're going to learn, that they're the kind of triggers in your mind and you think, oh, it's going to sound unnatural, but it's okay because it's the subjunctive and it has to be the subjunctive. So, cuando vuelva, cuando coma gazpacho, cuando viva en Madrid, and I'm going to introduce one other here, and this is very common when you're teaching younger people Spanish, and that is cuando sea, cuando sea mayor. When I'll grow up. Yeah, exactly. So sea comes from which verb? From ser. Ser. So the subjunctive of ser is sea, seas, sea, seamos, seáis, sean. Sea, seas, sea, seamos, seáis, sean. So cuando sea mayor, quiero ser Abogado, or profesor, or lo que sea. Lo que sea, there's another example of it. Lo que sea, whatever it may be. Okay, there are examples of subjunctives that we've heard over and over again in this course that we don't actually know are subjunctives yet, but you understand what they mean already. And as you get more used to dealing with the subjunctive, you'll become more used to understanding exactly when you need to use it. Cuando vuelva de Madrid, iremos tú y yo juntos. And the next sentence was... Iremos, we will go, antes de que vuelvas a Inglaterra. So before you return to England. So, Cara, what do you know about antes de que? 
it means before. And it's followed by? A subjunctive. Exactly. So it's another example of where you need a subjunctive. Before you do something. Antes de que vuelvas a Inglaterra. How would you say before I eat gazpacho? Antes de que coma gazpacho. Antes de que coma gazpacho. Okay, so before you do something, antes de que plus the subjunctive. How would you say think before you speak? First of all, what part of the verb do we use for think? Well, they choose the command form of the verb. Yeah, the imperative. So the imperative of think is? Piensa. Piensa. Okay, so we just take the to form and take off the S. Piensa. Piensa. So think before you speak. Piensa antes de que hables. Muy bien. Antes. Just watch the stress there. It's antes. Antes. Piensa antes de que hables. Piensa antes de que hables. Okay. I think we're going to leave it there today because this is getting quite long and there's a lot to explain about the subjunctive. But I'd like you to listen to the conversation again, trying to understand as much of it as possible, but also, importantly, trying to spot the subjunctives in the conversation. ¡Ay, qué ricas están estas gambas! Sí, ¿cómo se llaman? Son gambas al ajillo. ¿Y esto qué es? Esto es tortilla. Ah, claro que sí. ¿Ya has probado los boquerones? No me gustan mucho. Prefiero los calamares. Bueno, ¿qué vas a hacer esta semana? Michael llega el martes, ¿verdad? Sí, su curso empieza el jueves, pero tiene que matricularse el miércoles, así que le voy a acompañar al ayuntamiento. ¿Y además de eso? Pues además de eso no voy a hacer mucho, porque tú no vas a estar aquí. No digas tonterías. Necesito ir a Madrid para la conferencia. No tengo más remedio que ir. Pero vuelvo el sábado y tú podrás ver mucho a Michael, ¿no? Sí, pero prefiero verte a ti. Así es la vida. Sabes, estas albóndigas no son tan buenas como las que comí la semana pasada con mi hermana en el Par Colón. ¿De verdad? Entonces tenemos que ir allí. Sí, cuando vuelva de Madrid iremos tú y yo juntos. Iremos antes de que te vuelvas a Inglaterra, ¿vale? Sí, vale. La verdad es que no tengo muchas ganas de volver a Inglaterra. No te preocupes, ya hablaremos de eso. And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto. Coffee Break. Coffee Break This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. 
Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.